Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Green Party Radio Show. Coming to you live on the Green Party Radio Network. And now here's your host, Larry Ellis. Everybody, Larry, you're a Good morning, everyone. Larry is still a bastard, but he's not here with us today. Don Ellis here with you on the weekend edition of the Green Party Radio Show. I hope you all had a good holiday season. I think all the holidays are over now. It's, what, the 8th, I think. I know, I know Russian Christmas is like the 6th or 7th, so even they're pretty done, I'm pretty sure. And I had a pretty good holiday. Uh, my little girl came to visit from Arizona. That was awesome, of course. Uh, I took my little, uh, little Facebook break a week or two. You know, sometime during the year, I'll try and just get off Facebook for a week or two. Get just, just don't even look at anything. Keep to myself. Try not to turn the computer on very much at all. So I did that, of course, while she was here. And, uh, that was awesome, as as I expected. Uh, we had to postpone our scheduled Wednesday show. Um, we were going to do our 2016 year interview, but um, long story short, that much I had surgery on Thursday morning. Uh, had a hernia repaired in my stomach. It's doing pretty good now. I'm kind of sore, but you know that's why God gave us Percocet, people. But um, yeah, I had to go in Wednesday. I found out last minute I had to go in Wednesday morning to do some blood work, so uh, we couldn't do the show, which, which is okay. Um, no big deal. Um, we're here now and back better than ever. You're on the Green Party Radio Network. I know uh, Chad and Mandy took some time off, too. Chad will be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, Real Talk with Chad Cushman. Um Mandy, I, I I can't say for sure yet. If she's there yet, I mean. She uh she may be in South Africa by now if you're if you're curious why Mandy hasn't had a show on for a week or two. Um I I don't know the whole story exactly. I try not to pry too far into people's personal lives. But I know uh one of her best friends or maybe her total best friend is is getting married in South Africa, so I know Mandy's been you know, working hard, saving her money, and she's had South Africa for a vacation. I can't imagine that. It's like a 20-some-hour flight. Man, I mean, last last Monday I flew to Phoenix and back to pick up my little girl on the same day, and those are both like a little over three hours each way, and I just I, I couldn't move for two days from sitting on a plane for six hours. I can't imagine flying all the way to South Africa. But uh, If she's not there yet, if you're listening, Mandy, good luck with that. Um, I know Chad's probably tuned in. I know he had a good time over Christmas. 
you know, his boy came to stay with him as well. And, uh, you know, if you've ever been a parent and you're a non-custodial parent, it, it, dude, it's, it's one of the roughest things you go through in your life, man. I'll tell you what. It, you know, I mean, I realize a lot of people do it nowadays because nobody stays married anymore. Hell, half the people out there, I think, don't even get married anymore. They just have kids and don't even worry about it, don't think about it. But most of you know, my oldest son, my youngest sons, my oldest was my last ex-wife, lived with me. And, you know, there's nothing better than being a single parent, especially the being a single part. I don't want to rip on everyone's marriage, but God being married sucks. Nothing better than, than, uh, you know, if you're a single parent and you're not in a relationship and, and and your child lives with you or children, you know, it's awesome because you can devote all your time to that child. You're not worried about keeping your spouse happy, you know. Which, which which takes up most of everyone's time, but, um, you know. But anyway, uh, you know, like I said, it, it, it was a good year for me, good, 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 good Christmas, uh, well, holiday season. I don't want to say Christmas. I mean, it was Christmas, you know, but we also had Festivus in there. We had Kwanzaa and, you know, Hanukkah and whatever else you may choose to celebrate. I'm not going to tell anyone what holiday they should celebrate. You know, Celebrate them all for all I care, you know. It's, uh, it's a free country, allegedly, you know. <laughs> Celebrate every holiday you want, you know. But uh, the subject of today's show, I wanted to do a 2016 year in review. Now, 2016, I mean... You know, I'm 51 years old. 2016 was one of the strangest, weirdest, most messed up years I've ever lived through. I mean, so many weird things happened. News-wise, politically, I mean, it just seemed like it just seemed like celebrities were dropping. You know, every other day there was some somebody famous dying. You know, which I'm sure it's it's not really the case. It's just with social media nowadays and 24/7 news. You know, I think we hear more about it. Plus, you know, starting about the 70s and 80s with cable and explosion of, you know, so so many more ways to get music. I think there's a lot more celebrities out there nowadays than there were, let's say, you know, before my generation, you know, my parents' generation. You know, there weren't nearly as many celebrities out there. So I think that's got a lot to do with it, but. You know, I, I don't really want to touch on death. I mean, I have nothing against death. We're all going to die. I'm not scared of dying. You know, it doesn't doesn't bother me. But it's just, you know, it, to me it's kind of strange to talk about death, talk about people so much after they've died. You know, talk about them while they're living. That's when it really matters. Once they're dead and buried or cremated or whatever they're done with, they don't know what you're talking about then, you know. But politically, man, we had just just a, a strange, strange year. You know, sports-wise, I mean, I'm going to touch on a couple stories that just you, you never would have thought would have happened, you know. But it did happen. I'll touch on that a little bit. Um, you know, I said I'll touch on general news. But mostly, hey, this is a political show. I want to touch on some of, the, some of the weird things that happened politically. Last year at this time, start of the year, yeah. 
primaries weren't started yet, obviously, but the presidential campaign was kicked into, a, you know, it was a pretty good speed by this time last year. And I remember, you know, uh, telling me about Bernie Sanders. And I, you know, I, I knew who Bernie Sanders was, obviously. I mean, he's been a state senator for 30 years, but I, I knew he was, you know, basically the only independent, we, you know, especially long-serving independent, we've ever had in the Senate here in this country. And, uh, you know, he started telling me about Bernie's policies, what he wanted to do with this country. So, you know, I went and did my little research. I was like, damn, you know, that, that sounds awesome. You know, I, this guy would make a perfect president. You know, my whole thing was, what I told Larry at the time, was he doesn't have a prayer, though, because people just aren't ready for a socialist president, you know. And, and and yes, I realize he's a democratic socialist. You know, nobody really—I don't think—ever heard of that term before last year. Now everybody knows what democratic socialism is. You know, but I, but I just figured you know they would brand Bernie as a socialist, and and, and he would never go anywhere. You know, and, and wow, I mean, did he shock the? He shocked the world. You know, kind of like Muhammad Ali when he beat Sonny Liston. You know. It was just a shock. Or, you know, Buster Douglas when he beat Mike Tyson, you know, shocked the world. And uh, really, I mean, we all know he should have been the nominee. You know? you know, the Democrats screwed him out of the nomination. They were too busy pushing through the uh, queen that they wanted to coronate. And uh, we all saw how that worked out for them. That that that's what started the year for me off on a really weird note was seeing and I'm not sure we'll ever see anything like it again. We're a self about you know socialists I and mean, democratic socialists who still believes in capitalism, but still basically an out, out outright socialist. You know, being that popular and uh, doing that well in the presidential primaries. And like I said, if if the Democrats wouldn't have screwed him out of the nomination. He'd be the president-elect. You know, we'd be talking about his inauguration coming up in a couple of weeks. I think two weeks from tomorrow's the inauguration, something like that. Polls also, he would have destroyed Donald Trump. Polls, just like they showed Hillary Clinton was going to be in a neck-and-neck neck race with Donald Trump. They showed it, you know, starting in what, March, April, all the way up through the, uh, through the conventions. And, of course, we, we all know what happened. Uh, I have this story pulled up, and I'm not going to read them all to you. Because uh, first of all, it's a CNN.com story. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not out to plug CNN. That's for sure. But, uh, you know, the uh, name of the article is "True Story: 142 Political Things That Really Happened in 2016." You know, stuff like. And I said I'm not going to read this whole list. You know, number one on the list, of course, is Gary Johnson. You know, what is Aleppo's statement? Uh, blows my mind that a presidential candidate wouldn't know something that basic. But, you know, there, there's a lot of interesting things on this list, you know. I mean, things that, 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 that we never really saw in politics before, you know. Um, you know, back to Bernie a little bit. You know, the DNC chairwoman, Ms. Wasserman Schultz, you know, Resigned right right before the party's convention. I mean, when, I, you know, when when does a when does a 
a major party's chairperson resigned right before the party's presidential convention. Pretty sure that's one that's never happened before, and you may not ever see it again, but you know, again, you know, she, it, it was proven beyond any reasonable doubt that her and the rest of the Democrats were doing all they could, you know, to, to put Bernie or to put Clinton in office. You know, they were definitely favoring her over Bernie, so you know, she had to resign. And of course, she went on and just became a Clinton minion blatantly right after that. You know, which I'll tell you something. You know, they replaced her with Donna Brazile. You know, who was you know her own little scandal going on. You know, they found out that she shared town hall questions with the Clinton campaign. I mean, how how disgusting is that? You know, I mean, you know, we all know Hillary Clinton went nine months without holding a press conference. That's one you'll never see again, too. A presidential candidate, nine months without holding a press conference. But, you know, why, why should she? If she can, you know, cheat in the debates, you know. Why hold a press conference, you know, when everything's skewed in your favor? It's ridiculous. You know. Donald Trump suggested that Ted Cruz's father was in cahoots with Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, who knows? <laughs> I mean, he said a lot of crazy things. That might be the craziest, you know. I mean, well, no, Lee Harvey Oswald was sitting there by the mob. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Cruz's father was in the mob. I don't know, but. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. It said, I, I still can't believe I'm just getting to it on the list. Nine months. The Democratic presidential candidate did not hold a press conference. I, you know, but because, uh, you know, I mean, people always talk about, you know, how W, the second President Bush, was not the brightest guy in the world. Well, at least he would get up and ask questions if you answer questions if you asked him, you know. Hillary, you know, in press conferences because she had no idea what she was going to say. I mean, without her, you know, without her handlers telling her what to say. Of course, you know, it's kind of hard for I guess for her to remember her public position and her private position. She might accidentally slip up, tell people what she's really thinking, and then, oh, I. You can't say nobody would have voted for her. Look at the other crap she did, and millions and millions of people still voted for her, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, North Carolina passed a bathroom bill, you know, which basically rescinded a non-discrimination ordinance. Now, uh, they're going to try to... Get rid of that now that, uh, you know, NCAA tournaments, Super Bowls and stuff. I mean, that's Super Bowl, the NBA All-Star game. Left North Carolina, you know. But, but it, you know, that was just crazy. I mean, it's just blatant discrimination. And, no, and, and nobody in the state seemed to care, you know. It was no big deal. Hey. You know. Of course, now a uh, University of North Carolina political science professor wrote that by his criteria, state government was no longer democratic, with a small D, not a big D, you know, but whatever. President Trump, the first major party presidential nominee in a generation to make it through the whole campaign without releasing his taxes. 
Now, to me, that's not really a big deal. I mean, I know everybody always does it, but, you know, who really cares? I mean, we know the rich cheat on their taxes. You know, we know the IRS is, is made bills for them to you know, pay as little as they can in taxes, take advantage of every possible loophole in the world. So the fact that he didn't show his tax returns doesn't, doesn't really mean anything to me, but it was a big story. You know. And, uh, you know, Clinton campaign to Chairman Podesta, his email was hacked and leaked, of course, you know, and gave the Democrats the right to blame the Russians, which it wasn't the Russians. You know, we all know it was Seth Rich. Just, uh, right before the election, you know, it's funny, uh, Obama came out and said, oh, there's no way Russians, you know, any can tamper with our elections, you know, it's just not possible, can't happen. Well, but then, you know, when when, when Hillary lost, it was, oh, yeah, the Russians hacked the elections. You know, just, just, it's just, it's just, it's just mind-boggling, the amount of hypocrisy and stupidity that we put up with nowadays in politics. I just, I don't know. Nobody seems to care because the same two parties keep getting voted in, so I don't know. Again, let's touch on Bernie. Seventy-four-year-old, self-described, self-described Democratic Socialist, won twenty-three Democratic nominating contests, and that's not that's not including the ones he got cheated out of. You know? and I, I didn't realize this one either. But uh, Bernie also became the first Jew to win a presidential primary. I mean, I guess that's good, right? I mean. I know we never had a Catholic president until Kennedy, you know. Never had a black president until Obama, you know. So, I mean, I mean anything that, that brings more inclusion to the world is a good thing by me, you know. Why not have a Jewish president, you know? Doesn't matter to me. Why not? I mean, I think we'll really get somewhere when we see an atheist president. I think that would really be something, but um, that's not going to happen ever, I don't think, but. Then again, another thing I thought would never happen in my lifetime was that, uh, you know, pot would be legal. You know, and I don't mean medical marijuana. I mean, you know, walk into the store and plump down you 20 bucks, 15 bucks for a gram and walk out with some pot. I never thought I would see that in my lifetime. I hoped, my hope always was that, you know, my oldest son is 25. I always hoped that in his lifetime, you know, figuring what he's got another fifty years to live. I always hoped that that he would live to see legalized weed. But you know, four more states—California, Massachusetts, Maine, and Nevada—all voted or all passed measures anyway to legalize marijuana for recreational use in this last year, which is just an amazing thing. You know, if we could get to where. All 50 states would legalize it. God, we'd make so much money in tax revenue. It's just stupid that you know pot's illegal and you know a, a, a far more dangerous substance like alcohol is legal. But what are you gonna do? 
uh, Hillary won the popular vote by 2.9 million votes. Who cares? That's why we have the Electoral College, so the small states will have a little bit of a say. Instead of, you know, California, New York, Texas, and Illinois, or basically Chicago, deciding the election. So, uh, you know, how many years was it? When did it start? 2007, 2008? Donald Trump finally conceded that, that, that President Obama is a U.S. citizen. <laughs> Mighty damn white of you there, Donald. Um, of course, you know, he didn't pat himself on the back for ending birtherism, but, you know, he, you know, he's one of the big ones that started it. I, I don't see that he gets any credit for that. You know. <laughs> nice little picture here. Ted Cruz was a Phantom of the Opera for Halloween. I don't know why that's a news story, but okay. whatever, you know. Dean... We all know, you know, Howard Dean's a little, uh, a little crazy. He actually tweeted that Donald Trump might be on cocaine. That's pretty sure never heard that one come out in a in a campaign. I mean, I'll know, you know, we heard the stories. Uh, w apparently did a little bit of coke while he was at Harvard. Which who cares? I mean, you know, I don't care what anyone did, especially back in their twenties. But you know. I mean, you know, obviously Coke's dangerous, unlike weed, but I mean, me going to do a little Coke, hey. Well, if you're going to abuse your wife or your kids, they're still provided for you, still show up to work. I mean, why not, hey? You know, hey, want to stay up all night party and do a little Coke, hey, that's, that's up to you. That's just, just a lot of me. Trump visited Mexico, said he didn't discuss with the president who would pay for the wall. President Nieto said that they, they did, you know, which, hey, which you know, I don't even know why this became a story. It was one of the bigger stories of 2016, the wall. Now, Hillary Clinton proposed the same thing here a few years back, but nobody, uh, nobody seemed to bring that up any. Um, you know, one of the, you know, one of the big good news stories of the year was that, uh, at least temporarily, protesters in the uh, proud Native American tribes did an awesome job up in uh, Standing Rock. They at least put off for a bit the Dakota access, to, which is a good thing. I mean, pipelines in general are bad, obviously, and we need to be doing all we can to work on renewable energy. This pipeline went, you know, they just said, oh, we're going to run it through your, uh, your sovereign lands, Native Americans, and we don't care. Well, but, again, how's that any different than just running a pipeline through Canada without asking their permission, you know? Native American tribal lands are sovereign nations. Our government can't just go in and do what they want. Of course, it's not like the white man ever broke any treaties with the Indians. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hillary Clinton appeared to collapse at the 9-11 memorial. You know, allegedly, she was suffering from pneumonia, but didn't tell the press. You know, whatever, you know. Uh, there was also a nice little conspiracy going on that um, Hillary used a body double 
And I, I'm not even sure that you call it a conspiracy. I mean, if you saw the pictures, her uh, you know, seeming body double showed her coming out of Hillary, not Hillary, Chelsea's apartment in, in New York. And while she resembled Hillary, it sure as hell wasn't Hillary. And they tried to pass her off as Hillary, but, you know, they also say that uh, she required an auto-injector syringe with doses of diazepam in order to conceal her alleged, that's what she has, as seizures. But I think we all saw she wasn't a healthy woman. That's probably one you won't see again, you know. <laughs> Of course, a big uh, European story. The British voted to leave the European Union. Doesn't really affect us here, but uh, you know, yeah, I guess I, I guess it in one way it could affect us a little bit if you're talking about states like California and Oregon and Washington leaving the United States. You know, legally, they have a right to do that. I wonder what would happen. You know, if they. They all voted to just join their own little, or, or form their own little country out there, West Coast Landia, or whatever you'd want to call it. I don't know. It would be kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, Brexit, you know, which I want to touch on that just for a second while I'm here. It's funny, they, uh, you know, paper ballots hand counted is how they tallied the votes in Brexit, you know. It took them like a day or two, you know some reason, you know, we can't do that, you know. We need machines, which are obviously hackable and inaccurate and, and make mistakes, you know. Not that humans don't make mistakes, but, you know, there's a difference in, you know, human error and, and programmed machine error, you know. So it's funny, the, uh, the British can have an election with hand-counted paper ballots, count them in two days, you know, we can't do it. But, uh, you know, what you going to do? Uh, said, uh, among the uh, political deaths in the year, Bill Castro died. He survived. Now, this is according to CNN, more than 600 assassination attempts. That's just crazy, isn't it? Six, I mean, how incompetent are these assassins you know, they, they they couldn't get the job done. You know, I mean, hell, the uh, the army. You know, if, if it's if it's oil, we need we can go we can go over and bomb you know all these Middle East countries and you know with drones and you know decide which 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 part of the roof we want to hit on a building. But they couldn't take care of Castro. I don't. know. Uh, we lost a Supreme Court justice, uh, Antonin Scalia, last year. Of course, uh, Trump fed out some or sp- spread out some conspiracy theories that Scalia had actually been killed, didn't die of natural causes, but you know, whatever. Uh, of course, President Obama, Democrats didn't have the balls to try and push through a uh, more liberal justice. So we'll see what happens with that. 
I don't know. It doesn't, uh, you know, obviously you don't want a bunch of, you know, conservative Christians on the Supreme Court, but, you know, it's the same scare tactics we've been hearing from Democrats for 40 years, you know, about Republicans. And, you know, abortion is still legal. We still have Social Security. You know, I, I don't I don't buy that it Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. I just don't see it happening. No matter who they appoint to the Supreme Court. Green Party Radio Show here on the Green Party Radio Network. I'm Don Ellis, my normal host. I'm usually the co-host, producer. Larry couldn't be with us today. Um, not to get into his own personal business there, but he's working on buying a house right now. Uh, I know he's been real busy with that. So uh, he couldn't be with us today. And like he told me, if he, if he did have time to be on the show, but the only thing he'd be ready to discuss this morning is FHA mortgages. I know I've been... I, I've been keeping up with him, you know, the last couple of weeks. He was my brother. We do talk outside of just the show. And it's amazing some of the crap you have to go through to try and get a mortgage. You know, it's just, it's mind-boggling. Joe Biden, vice president, had a cameo on Law & Order. That's, which I don't understand. It doesn't say, I mean, it's a CNN reporting, obviously, so facts aren't, you know, priority number one. Law & Order hasn't been on the air for several years. It's still Law & Order SVU, which I'm assuming that's what he was on. This this just says Law & Order, which obviously isn't. The original Law & Order hasn't been on the air for quite a few years now. I don't know. What do you expect from CNN? I mean, Donald Trump was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Which, I mean, don't rip on Time Magazine for that. They just, they named the person that was most, I don't know, most newsworthy, I guess. That's their criteria, you know. It's not like Donald Trump's person of the year for anyone, but he was the most newsworthy, I'd say, you know. Without a shadow of a doubt. Here's a good one from CNN, though. Right-wing conspiracy theorists concocted something called Pizzagate, a quote-unquote fake news story that alleged Democratic leaders were running a pedophile ring out of a restaurant in Washington, D.C. I mean, I don't understand why people, you know, and I don't know what what is all true and not true with that story. But, I mean, people act like it's just, you know, impossible. It could never happen, you know, all that. You know, it's disgusting. You know, why the people would, you know, politicians wouldn't do that. You know, hey, 30, 40 years ago, they said the same thing about Catholic priests. They would never molest children, you know. I don't know. I don't think it's possible that some of our world leaders and most powerful people in our country are pedophiles. Think again. It's no different than anything else. Pedophiles are everywhere, you know. I'm sure some of them are cokeheads. Some of them are... You know, anything, name it, and and have a certain percentage of people going to be that way. Yeah, the White House actually released a detailed flowchart showing how Russian intelligence hacked a political party. No, it was Seth Rich, okay? How many times do we have to say it? We've repeated it over and over on this show and everywhere else on the network. 
Seth Rich was 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 the main source of the leaks. Because he saw him screwing Bernie over. What's his name? That's why they killed him, you know, in a robbery where nothing was taken. Quit blaming the Russians, okay? I grew up during the Cold War where everything was blame the Russians, okay? Stop it. You know, we all found out about the uh, horrible water crisis in Flint, Michigan. Um, I don't know if they, they still haven't really taken any steps to fix it other than giving people bottled water. I mean, I, that's, that's not much of a solution. You need to go in and tear out the pipes, put in new pipes. You know. Realize, I didn't realize this one. Which this was just a late in the year news story, obviously. Uh, Donald Trump still hasn't held a press conference since the election. <laughs> that find kind of odd. You know? I guess he doesn't need to because, you know, he won. So I mean, he doesn't have to. Nobody's saying that, but just a little odd that, that he hasn't held any press conferences. Obama commuted more than 1,000 prisoner sentences during his term. Almost all of them were this year. You know, there's no details on this story, but I, it needs to pardon a hell of a lot more. Anyone who's in jail, prison, possession of marijuana, marijuana-related offenses shouldn't be in jail. You know, And if you're a member of a cartel that's killing people, that's one thing. But if all you're doing is selling weed, come on, weed should be legal, so... We need to let all those people out of jail. Who knew that Trump would win? Who predicted it? Apparently, Richard Nixon. I, I don't know why that's a news story, but... Uh... Uh, North Korean state news site, which isn't every news site in North Korea state run, right? I mean, the totality and communist government called Donald Trump wise. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> according to a Gallup poll, 2016, President Obama was the most admired man in America. Donald Trump was second. Kind of surprising. Another piece of good news. Nevada Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto became the first Latina elected to the Senate. Which, I mean, you know, that's that's great, but it's kind of sad and pathetic, too, that you know, as many people of Latino, Hispanic, heritage, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I, I didn't mean to disparage them, but whatever you, word you want to use. Um, we've never had one elected to the Senate before. Just goes to tell you racism is alive and well in this country, trust me. Um, you know, Supreme Court nominee Merrick Garland never received a hearing even. So, yeah, we go into, uh, we enter the new year with only justices on the Supreme Court. So, 
We'll see what happens with that. Are the Democrats going to do the same thing and you know try and do all they can to block anyone Trump nominates for the Supreme Court? I don't know. That one actually should be interesting as the year goes on. And then, of course, it's kind of funny. 142 political things that really happened in 2016, according to CNN. President-elect Donald Trump. I mean, if you think back when the year started, you know, look at this time last year. Nobody thought he had a prayer. I mean, I don't think he thought he had a prayer of winning, even the Republican nomination. I, I think the majority of us, the overwhelming majority of us, thought he was just running for publicity, you know. Just, you know, rent out more hotel rooms, raise ratings for The Apprentice. You know, I don't I don't think he had a, any notion that he would win, it, but he did. Congrats to you, Donald. Um, of course, uh, if Democrats wouldn't have run a complete worthless piece of garbage as their nominee, he wouldn't have won, but they did, and you did, so props to you. Another story on uh, CNN. I don't, I don't know why I just happened. I was doing my research this morning and happened to be using a couple CNN stories, but the best sports year ever. And uh, I just say for me it was. I mean, the Cubs won the World Series. I mean, that, you know... That says it all right there. I mean, for you non-sports fans out there, I think even most of you realize the Cubs had not won the World Series in 108 years. 1908 was the last time they'd won the World Series. They hadn't even been since 1945. was the last time they were even in the World Series. 71 years. Since the last time they were in the World Series, and they won. Now it wasn't really, you know, as big a story as it was. And, and you know, I grew up a Cubs fan, but you know, I was mostly happy for my dad, who's a diehard Cubs fan. I'm more of a football and basketball fan nowadays. But uh, you know, him and all the other old timers that, that you know were born in the '40s. You know, my dad was born in 1943. He don't remember the Cubs being in the World Series. He was two years old. You know, it was great. You know, that they were able to see their beloved team in the World Series. And then it looked like they were going to lose. They were down 3-1, and nobody was really disappointed. Who was just so happy that the Cubs made the World Series? Well, you know, wait till next year actually had a pretty, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just some hollow statement that their best been saying for the last 71 years. You know, they got a young team, but they actually won it. And the thing is, though, that, you know, we actually had a much bigger Cinderella story. If you pay any attention to the rest of the world, uh, the English Premier League, and I don't know if it's the best soccer league in the world, it's certainly the most, the most popular in America. I mean, they show several live matches a week. You know, they, uh, I think they, they have the most money. You know, out of any of the other leagues. But uh, Leicester City went into last season 1,000 to 1 long shots to win the Premier League. You know, I mean, the Cubs hadn't won a World Series in 108 years. Leicester City had been around 
for 132 years. Never even won a championship, okay? At least the Cubs had a couple back in the early 1900s. 132 years. Leicester City had been a, or had been a soccer team. Premier League hasn't been around that long, but they never won any championships, ever. They get 5,000 to 1 odds, and they won the English Premier League. That's probably one of the biggest sports upsets you will ever see. You know, Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson was a huge upset. In fact, I'll never forget that night. I didn't even bother going over to my friend's house to watch the fight. This was back in the days we used to all get together and watch all the big boxing matches, you know. Boxing's really nothing nowadays, but, you know. I didn't even bother. It was a couple of miles. It wasn't even like I had to drive, you know, to a different city. I didn't bother going to watch the fight because Buster Douglas didn't have a chance to win. Still, he was only, <clears throat> excuse me, like a 43-1 underdog. It's a big underdog, but 5,000 to 1 were the odds you could have got if you bet on Leicester City to win the Premier League last year. If you bet, just you know, throw away 20 bucks, ah, you know, as a, as, a, as a joke bet even. For them to win the Premier League last year, you won $100,000. Or I guess it's pounds probably in in England, but, you know. Gold State Warriors made NBA history. They won 73 games. Beat the uh, record held by my Chicago Bulls in 1995-96 season and won 72 games. But, of course, they blew it in the uh, NBA Finals. I mean, it doesn't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. And uh, they blew a three games to one lead to the the Browns. So the Cavaliers said Browns because the city of Cleveland – had not won a professional major sports championship since 1964. Okay, I mean, yeah, the Cubs had a long streak, but at least the city of Chicago seen many, many, many championships over the years. Cleveland, the whole city, it had been 51 years. I'm sorry, 52 years since 1964. And so, you know, that was just pretty mind-boggling. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I know a lot of you don't care about sports, but these are big stories. I mean, sports play a big part in the world nowadays. All kinds of money in it. Uh, That's why I wanted to touch on those stories. 215-383-5796. If you want to call and uh, give me, you know, what you thought the biggest story of 2016 was. Got about 15 minutes left. I can take a caller if anyone wants to call in. Uh, I want to go to another uh, story. Uh, seven huge stories you probably missed this year, but shouldn't have. Okay. Myanmar, where a peace icon is silent in the face of a mass killing. The Rohingyas, I think that's how it's pronounced, Rohingyas, a persecuted stateless people who, rights groups say, are being systematically eliminated in a full-on offensive by the Myanmar military. The allegations... The ele- <sighs> Sorry, I'm out of shape, too. It's been a couple of weeks since we did a show. The allegations are horrifying. Troops set entire villages on fire, used helicopter gunships to raise down bullets, and rape women and children on a mass scale. 
know, Myanmar is a Buddhist majority country. It's supposed to be, you know, the most peaceful religion in the world. I don't know all religions are supposed to be peaceful, but Buddhism is a religion of pacifism, right? I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but they, uh, the government denies it. You know, the state-run media calls the Rohingyas, going to be Muslims, by the way, detestable human fleas who have to be removed. I mean, that's just disgusting, people. You know, we never heard nothing about this last year. You, know, you hear about what's going on in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Syria. Why oil? Okay, apparently there's no oil in Myanmar. So they can do what they want, you know. In Bosnia, a butcher found guilty of genocide. During the Bosnian War, the town of Srebrenica, Srebrenica, forget it, I'm not saying it, I can't even say it. I guess I can't speak Bosnia very well. It was supposed to be a U.S. A U.S. safe haven was in territory held by ethnic Serbs. And this was, you know, back when uh, Clinton was president in the 90s. Yeah. Troops, however, under the command of uh, Radovan Karadzic, betrayed that promise, took the town, massacred more than 7,000 people, dumping their bodies in mass graves to cover the evidence. Of course, uh, Karadzic was nicknamed the Butcher of Bosnia. And finally, in March of last year, he was sentenced to 40 years in prison. Now, again, it only took 20-some years to convict him, which is pretty sad. But uh, you know, At least now he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison, which is good. Which segues nicely into my next little uh, ditty here. Private prisons are now on the outs, thank God. We just a little factoid here. The Justice Department decided in August to stop using private prisons. And it was a monumental victory for prisoners' rights activists, but barely made a blip in the national media due to a more sensational story. Ryan Lope's tale about a robbery during the Rio Olympics. Yeah, that's when this was going on. Yeah. You know, they, we were all being distracted by a couple of idiot American swimmers saying they got robbed when they really didn't. During the Olympics, the Justice, Part, the Justice Department decided to stop using federal prisons. They said private prisons don't provide better resources, don't save on costs, or have better safety and security. None of that, okay? Now, the announcement only impacts the 195,000 inmates in federal prisons, which is, you know, a small portion, less than 1% of America's 2.2 million incarcerated adult prisoners. Now, there's also no impact on private immigration detention facilities. Those fall under the Department of Homeland Security. But thank God, hopefully this is the beginning of the end of private prisons. I mean, prisons for profit, that's just, it's disgusting. It's, it's just plain disgusting. Police shootings of Hispanics. And unreported. 155 Hispanics were killed in police shootings in 2016, according to a Washington Post database. 
But while news outlets widely reported on the police shooting deaths of African Americans, and rightly so, the uh, killings of Hispanics haven't gotten much attention. The reasons are complicated and disturbing, again, according to, according to CNN. For one, standards are different across the nation's law enforcement agencies. Government and police organizations also classify race differently. Some don't track race at all. Others lump Hispanics into the white category, which if you, you know, if you, if you see anything about demographics anywhere, you know that's true. You know, whites are, I mean, Hispanics, you know, are, are basically lumped in with whites. You have white, black, you know, native, Asian, other. Then you have, you know, what do we call it, non-white Hispanics, you know, something like that, you know. But, um. According to the Justice Management Institute's Franklin Cruz, the data about Latinos involved in the criminal justice system, either as defendants or victims of crime, is distressingly absent. So we literally do not know how many Latinos are stopped, how many suffer from police brutality, or how many are killed. And and I'm sure it is a huge problem because, you know, we all know Cops are racist. No, not all cops. You know, we've discussed this many times. Not all cops are racist. Not all cops are bad. But, you know, if you're racist against black people, there's a really, really, really high chance you're racist against Latinos, too. You know, anyone who's different. You know, Asians. You know, prejudiced against anybody who's non-white. Yet you never hear anything about the problems that Hispanics, Latinos have dealing with law enforcement. And maybe we should. You know, maybe somebody needs to uh, pick up that story and run with it. Maybe I'll do a little research. We'll talk about that on one of our future shows. Um, you know, climate change, which has now made refugees out of an American. Out of Americans, not an American, Americans. 2016 was the year when, for the first time, climate change forced Americans to move elsewhere. Now, they're saying it's the first climate refugees. Residents of the tiny Louisiana island of Isle de Jean Charles, which has lost 98% of its land since 1955. The marsh of Louisiana's fragile coast is disappearing at a mind-blowing rate. A football field of land, on average, falls into the Gulf of Mexico per hour. A football field-sized piece of land per hour. That's amazing, people. It's amazingly disturbing. But that, you know, that's just horrible. You know? The Mississippi River has been strangled with so many dams and levees that it doesn't deliver the soil that's needed to rebuild the island's marshes. Getting into a big, long um, ecological debate here, basically, you know, dams are built for two reasons. For hydroelectricity and uh, for easier river navigation. Now, what happens when you build a dam, you know, Soot, dirt, all the stuff that washes downstream, it stops, you know. Dams and the levees stop this stuff from washing downstream. 
and that's, you know, it's killing our marshes down in Louisiana. Oil and gas canals and pipelines, meanwhile, have carved up what's left of the marsh, making it more vulnerable to collapse. I mean, this is horrible. I mean, we all saw what happened. You know, and New Orleans is in a bad spot anyway. You know, the city sits below sea level. Of course, it's surrounded by levees, you know. But, you know, we all saw what happened if a big storm like Katrina comes through. And just, which is why, you know, the whole city flooded, basically. You know, if we keep killing these marshes off the Louisiana coast, New Orleans will disappear eventually. It'll keep working its way up. You know, a football field sized piece of land every hour is falling into the Gulf of Mexico. We need to do something about this, people. You know, why are they running pipelines through this uh, endangered marsh? I don't know. But that's scary. Yeah. Back to sports thing real quick. Mount Union, the University of Mount Union, I'm sorry, located in Elias, Ohio, they play in Division Three football, okay? They had won 112 games in a row, okay? Longest streak in college football history. And they wound up losing in November to John Carroll University. Again, that streak had gone on since 2005. It's just amazing that a football team could go over a decade without losing a game. Again, that's not a big deal to some of y'all, but that's a big news story, okay? I'm sorry, I don't care what you say. Colorado, where legalizing weed didn't end the world. Yeah. No kidding. All it did was make them thousands, I mean hundreds, tens of millions of dollars. It's under 100 million. But it's like 60, 70 million a year in tax revenue Colorado's taking in by taxing legalized marijuana, okay? When Colorado first talked about legalizing weed, opponents painted a gloom and doom picture. It would boost juvenile use, marijuana arrests, and highway deaths. Well, recreational marijuana has been legal for adults over 21 in the state for three years, and the world hasn't ended yet. Although opponents feared underage use would skyrocket, stats show that teen marijuana use remains statistically unchanged since legalization. Okay, to understand this one, overall marijuana arrests have decreased 46% from 2012 to 2014. Why are there still marijuana arrests if it's legal? That doesn't make any sense. Now, I guess, you know, I mean, you're still not you're still not allowed to smoke it in public, I guess, you know, especially not in places. I guess that could be part of it, you know. You still got black market dealers out there, you know, trying to avoid taxes. But yeah, why you know, why why are we having marijuana arrests in a state where marijuana's legal? I don't know. But uh Andrew Friedman, the director of Colorado's marijuana coordination, says we haven't seen any significant public health or public safety dangers that have caused this great alarm. In fact, traffic fatalities since Colorado legalized marijuana have dropped by 1%. Which, you know, it's not, it's not a big drop, but basically, 
it, it puts to rest all that about, you know, all the, uh, you know, reefer madness idiots out there saying, oh, you know, there's no test to tell if somebody is you know, driving while stoned, you know, they're going to be out, you know, killing people in their cars, you know, because, you know, it's easy for a DUI test to have a field test now, which a good lawyer can beat, but, you know, it's the same thing with weed. If somebody is stoned off their ass, driving their car, you know, which, first of all, they're probably going to be guilty of driving too slow. Yeah. If they get pulled over, policemen can still give them a field sobriety test, you know. You still tell if somebody is too stoned to be driving, if they can't walk a straight line, you know, if they can't count backwards from, I mean, if they can't say the ABC backwards like they do with, uh, you know, DUI suspects, you know. It should be legal everywhere, okay? I mean, I'm happy for Colorado, Washington, Oregon, and the other four states that legalized it this year. But it should be legal everywhere. It should be taxed, and we should be making a load of money off of it. In fact, you know, in Colorado now, they've taken more money off marijuana taxes than they do off alcohol taxes. Marijuana is a lot less dangerous than alcohol. That's what we should be, I don't want to say pushing on people, because that's a bad you know, bad connotation there. But, you know, deaths, you know, people want to get their buzz on. Smoke a little weed, okay? You don't need to get all drunk and acting crazy. Smoke a little weed. Eat some Pringles. Just watch some TV, you know? Until 2017, sees as much success. Now, you know, there probably won't be, you know, as many ballot initiatives this year as there were last year, but hey, let's keep pushing to get legalized marijuana everywhere in this country. Land of the free, home of the brave. You should be able to smoke a joint if you want to. Not going to jail for it. Okay? Hope you enjoyed it. Green Party Radio's year in review. Um, I feel kind of naked here without Larry doing the show with me, but I think I made it through okay. Uh, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, Real Talk with Chad Cushman here on the Green Party Radio Network. Mandy Kinney will be back soon. I'm not sure exactly when. I'll find out for you. We'll let you know Wednesday, 9 a.m. Eastern on the midweek Green Party Radio show. I'm Don Ellis. We'll be back Wednesday. Hopefully, Larry will be able to join us then. It's the Green Party Radio Show on the Green Party Radio Network. Everyone, enjoy your Sunday. We will see you on Wednesday. Goodbye now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.